Welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Well, well welcome everybody to another episode. <laughs> so, like Terry Christian or something. <laughs> I can't even do your bit. I don't even know what you fucking say. That was a good one, Mr. Horrocks. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Our listeners out there. <laughs> Welcome to the Chris and Dave's Reality... Uh, this is it. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am Dave... Reality no, Dave TV Horrocks. Cast. <laughs> TV Cast, that as well. I am Dave Horrocks, and this is episode 26. So, Chris, Dave, stroke, whoever you are, where do you want to start today? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that old Jodie Foster movie, isn't it? Is it Vice Versa or something? Or... <laughs> What a cracking start, and you always get 100% professionalism with this podcast. So, we're back to normal now. So, I'm Dave, obviously, and that's Chris, uh, in case you were fooled. So, Chris, you're on the road. So, I, I mean, before we get into a bit of Love Island, I've got to find out, how did the uh, Formula One go today? It was actually good, Dave. We've, we've been on the road since about 20 to 4, so it's now... Half seven at night, absolutely goose. So when we've recorded this, I am going to sleep. We've got to be up about four. Um, but as a spectacle, brilliant, expensive as always. Get your pants pulled down there completely. You need to take your credit card or any other card with you, whatever you've got. <laughs> you need to do something when you go there. But brilliant. Lewis Jordan's a massive Lewis Hamilton fan, so he came fifth in the qualifying, but he absolutely pissed it down, did it, when he went to the qualifying. And Jordan said, Bring the umbrella, Dad. I went, no, I don't need it. Even though we'd seen the weather and it said it was going to last, we'll be fine. Yeah, got fucking drenched, didn't we, for about two hours while, we, while the qualifying was on. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was going to be my question was, did, did you actually look at the forecast? <laughs> yeah, but you know me, Dave. I tried to, I tried it to says, it says 100% rain, but I'm sure that's wrong. They, they just make it up. <laughs> no, 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 that's not me. You know me, I like to play the percentages, Dave. The percentage was that was fucking wrong. And, and also, I've got an apology, Dave. The reality radar, it, it, there was a slight misfire the other day. I do think that you were scrambling some of the radars, Dave, because... All the negativity about, you know, the Danica, Danica the Dabby Day and Ekin to uh, whole controversy. Um, John did propose to Hannah at the end of season one of Love Island, which should have got. John was off Tower, or he went on to be in Tower afterwards, and I got that wrong. So it's it, very rare that I get things wrong, Dave. But that was a <laughs> slight faux pas. No one believes that. <laughs> Just because you hit one Hail Mary doesn't make all the other predictions right. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, I mean, we're getting into the episode. I mean, we started off kind of where we finished off the previous episode. So the girls have to choose the boy who's going to get dumped and the boys have to choose the girl who's going to get dumped. So in the girls, we had Antigone, Danica and Tasha. And in the boys, we had Jay, Charlie and Andrew. So... I mean, for you, right decisions there that they both made? 
I, I think so. I thought, obviously, with the guys, it had to be Charlie. He's done absolutely nothing. You know, good guy. I'm not seeing... He's not offended anyone. He's not upset anyone. He just doesn't fit in. Obviously, there's an age gap there, whether they want to admit how old he is or not. But as a person, he's done nothing we've seen. And I know some of the guys were saying he'd been hilarious for the last couple of days, but he, we'd seen nothing yeah. on the camera. I'm sure if you watch the unseen bits tonight, then they'll absolutely be him pissing himself and it'll be a joker because that's what's happened in a lot of the unseen bits. But what I had a problem with was Antigone going, not because she was going, because it was her and Danica, because either of them haven't done a lot. I know Danica's tried to graft more and I've kind of said at times Desperado, but not a good look for Paige again, Dave. There's something going on in there. Whatever we've said about Paige and Jackson, especially Jackson had a favourable edit. Paige is coming across, Dave, as a bit of a mean girl at the moment. I'm not liking some of the things that she's doing. And I think, nothing horrendous, but just a bit bitchy. I know we've all got bitchiness in us, but a bit bitchy, a bit arsey. And I didn't understand this little game, how they were so upset with the guys because they kept Danica. I didn't, I didn't get that. I mean, mm. fucking hell, Dave. Dan, Danica wasn't even in the episode after she stayed in, so it doesn't really, didn't really add yeah. much to her staying in. But I just didn't like what she did. I thought it was a bit off, to be honest. Yeah, and I thought Luca's words were actually quite good on this occasion. So he was saying about, you know, people not being in there for Friend Island. And, you know, the fact is she hasn't had much luck, Danica, but she has grafted. You know, she has been on the lookout for to get with someone and it just hasn't worked out. So I thought the, the rationale was rock solid. But, yeah, Paige really didn't like it. And, I, you know, you could say she hit it off with Antigone, you know, but Antigone's only been in there for a week, you know what I mean? And so she was, you know, she did have a a face on her, didn't she? And so, yeah, not a good look. I, I think a few people have said that, you know, it's, it's really not, you know, for someone who was quite popular in the opening weeks, you know, she's fucked up a bit in this last week. Well, it shows that now got my um, <laughs> character thing is you've had Tasha... He's just like, so she's like Dory. I suppose she's quite similar to me there. She completely forgets what she said to Andrew and then goes, oh, look, something shiny. So, um, <laughs> and then we've got Paige. And I do want to talk about Tasha, if you don't mind, Dave. So uh, she's chatting away and she's going on about like fucking Andrew's, oh, what a guy and all this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, great. And she's, she's really laying it on. And I'm thinking, I'm not believing any of this mm. at all. The way she's talking is as if, like, from the get-go, she's been all in and she hasn't. And there's nothing wrong with that. And we've said this. I've, done, I've got no problem with her, like, not being all in because it's a show. You, it, it's not real life. Uh, but it's just like every time she says stuff like that, I'm like, hang on, two or three episodes ago, you were slating him, Charlie, come in, everyone else. You, you were dying to get off that train. So I'm not going to exhaust that again. We've talked about the other episodes. But, yeah, every time she speaks stuff like that, I'm just like, Fuck off. I'm not believing that for a minute. Yeah. You know what it made me think of? Made me think of like Paige and Jake from last season. But there, Paige had been in all in, you know, and then when the vote didn't go their way or something, and she's like, What what are people seeing that I'm not seeing? Tasha's using the same lines, but it's like, look, you've only just really decided that you're all in. And certainly us too, I don't think, and and probably a lot of the voting public don't really believe that you are all in now. So I think it felt to me when she was talking to Gemma, like she was almost looking to put the blame onto Andrew. You know, what what are they seeing that I'm not seeing? And it's like, 
Yes. No. No, they voted you and Andrew both in the you know the or the least popular. That doesn't mean to say you can put it all on him and just say what is he doing that is making me so unpopular. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very strange one, but you know I think she's probably one of those people who, who really takes what other people think to heart. Whereas you know we've seen other people in the past and and they're like, well, I don't really care. You know, she really believed. Like her and Andrew was the real deal. I don't think she'd be that arsed about the public vote. I mean, it might sting a little oh. bit, you know, being unpopular, but fuck it. You know, I'm supposed to be here for love, uh, uh, you know, Andrew. So, yep, fuck what everyone else thinks. And then if she actually yeah, came I- out like that, sorry to cut across you, Chris. If she actually came out like that, I think she, I think people would believe in it and, you know, get behind them. But I, I'm a little bit like you. I'm, I'm still skeptical now. Yeah, you know what, David, and, and you're, you're completely right. It, that was so bizarre. That was just, she basically revealed her game plan that it is about trying to get a solid relationship for the public. And that's where, and we know it is, we call it out every episode, the career, the OK magazine deals, all the other crap that comes with being on Love Island. But that, for me, was like exactly what you said. If she's found her one, why are you bothered? Why anybody, I completely forgot about that. Such a great point. I was, I was sat there going, but it doesn't matter. It's like when a couple get together and the family have reservations. You know, I, I always laugh about this, but my now, um, she said when I got with Sam that Sam was after my money, right, Dave? Well, I'm the oldest of nine kids. I moved into Sam's mortgaged house. She had a car, a house, everything, and she had savings. I walked through her front door with a bike and a bin bag full of VHSs, <laughs> Dave. But my nana... A retro Man United my... shirt, probably. <laughs> yeah, a retro <laughs> Man United shirt and a load of washing. But apparently, I was Sam was after my money, so I don't, I don't know how that works, Dave. I think obviously it was probably the best career move I've ever done, other than the fact that I love her. But that's not the point, Dave, you know. But but she was adamant. I got that like through like the old man. I was thinking that doesn't work, you know. Like, like just just it's the other way around. Her family, Sam, somebody should have been the ones questioning me. So when you get with someone. Doesn't matter what people think. If you love each other and you're happy and you, you, you're content, doesn't matter, does it really? As long as you're not hurting each other or you're not toxic within that relationship and you're happy, you just got to say fuck it. And I know this is different. It's a TV show. It's not like they've got a house, a cat, a dog, or whatever. But if if she's showing she's doing that love thing, you think she's Gareth Bale doing the old love side of that? Then fine, go with it. If you get voted off, it would have been interesting if Andrew had got voted off because I don't think she'd have left. No, the hundred percent she'd have stayed. But then, uh, oh, that's a good one. Do you think if Tasha had gone, and I can't, yeah, the boys wouldn't have sent Tasha. But if somehow she'd have left, do you think? Do you think Andrew would have gone? Yeah, I think, I think so. he might have done. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I do. I do. I don't think another way around, and it's not a. Let's go at Tasha, but th- that would have been the crux of it because we've had this before, haven't we? Where couples get to go, and then one of them goes, and it's like, oh, it's all right. let me let me have time to think, and then a, w- a week later they're with someone else. So a classic Love yeah. Island, to be you fair. Know, my favourite was um, was it the second season of the Australian one, and you've got that Matthew, and he's crying his eyes out because the his his girlfriend or, or the person who he's coupled up with is getting sent home. And she's like, well, you could just leave with me. He's like, oh, I'm really sad you're going. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> see ya. Yeah, see ya. 
see you in three weeks. Uh, don't worry about it. If you get in bed with someone, don't worry about it. But, uh, no, it's a great, it's a great point, actually, Dave. And I think, other than those bits, it was quite a bit, after that, it just, it was a bit of a dull episode, really, wasn't it? There wasn't a lot going on. Ekinsu and Davide, they're definitely back on. Not going to say, you know, I just it's, it's all on that, 100%. Right. So I think at this point, Chris, I wasn't having it, right? When Ekinsu chose Davide, that for me was was not the radar victory. And I know we we had Joe's great rendition of uh, all hail the reality radar, but I for me, I was still like, they're not they're still not actually really together. Davide is is still constantly like he just takes the piss out of Ekinsu, you know. But I did say in the last episode, he did seem to soften. And then you've just seen that more and more tonight. So I'll admit defeat, Chris. The 1% <laughs> has come in. I think they... Obviously, Castor has come right at the wrong time for them. Because, you know, just at the moment, we saw that moment. I think it was um, when they were in the pool together and they was kind of messing around. There was genuine affection there. And so that yeah. that was what made me think. All right, okay. I, I personally, I'd consider them back together now. But obviously, Casa Amor comes, and I tell you what, I did appreciate Chris. We didn't get that ridiculous nonsense, that staged drama where it's like, oh, do this thing where you creep out the villa and don't let the boys know or don't let the girls know. You know, it was just. Yeah. You're on a girls' night out. Off you go, and we know exactly, you know, what's going to come. And they, they must know as well. They're like us. Oh, week four or five, is it? So yeah, it must yeah. be about Casser more about this time. Yeah, and it was interesting, wasn't it? Because the way they were in Casser more, the girls didn't go over the top, did they? It was like the editing had been missed because obviously it looked like Casser more. It's pretty much not just going for cocktails, but then it was funny how. Then when they get the letter thing or the text, that so the letter, the text, and they're like, it's Casa Ramor. Now, Dave, I've got a bit of a problem here with what they're doing on Love Island. I do think a few people have said it on our Facebook page as well and on Twitter, is they're using celebrity kids to come in third party. So one of the new guys is Ronan Keaton's lad. Now, I'm not being funny. I'm the oil painting, Dave. I don't profess to be. Not the most flattering a picture of the poor lad. He might have a great personality like his dad has, and he could be great, good-looking, but that picture did nothing for him, I'm sorry. I'm more concerned about his complexion. <laughs> he's, he's sort of he's got that ginger hair, <laughs> and he's got a very, very white body. And we see it with the others, you know, even like, you know, Davide, when he's in the VT sometimes, you can see how red he is. And it's like, fucking hell, this is not a good advert for skin cancer. You know what I mean? I, I, I know they put sun cream on and stuff, but they do appear to be in the baking sun for most of the day. Well, Ronan Keaton's son there, he, he's going to burn to a crisp, isn't he? <laughs> 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 fucking lobster. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you're right. It, it's, I mean, the guys, all the guys, We've seen the guys and the girls, and I don't think, just looking at the pictures, and it could be completely wrong, and that's not just singling out any of the guys individually. I do think there's far better-looking people already in the villa, but people's personality should always overtake that, Dave, so you might get some really lovely people, but they're all good-looking, but I don't think they're the same level as the ones in the villa. If he was just purely going off looks, anyway, personality might top all of them. 
Which you should do, really. Yeah, I, let's see, Chris. I, I'm not really seeing... There's no obvious standout, which is going to be like, oh, my God, they're a, you know, they're a bombshell and they're going to you know, come in and disrupt this group. Like, No one's coming in and challenging like Ekidsun Davide on looks, are they? You know no, what I mean? No, so no. I, I think, uh, let's see how it goes. And, and I, I noticed like Gemma was saying, you know, I'd find it really weird just the idea of, of getting to know someone else that's not Luca. So I, I don't know. Let's see how it goes. I just don't really see that this is going to be a cracking Casaramore. I, I just think it looks like it might be a bit of a damp squib. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And also, Dave, I've got to give props to uh, Zoe over on Facebook. I saw one of her comments tonight and it did make me chuckle. Someone, I think someone's unearthed a video of Ekinsu in her, her uh, Turkish soap opera. Uh-huh. And I think Zoe, and I'm paraphrasing, but Zoe's quote was, I take it all back. Ekinsu is definitely not acting. She's <laughs> fucking calm. She's terrible. No, to be <laughs> fair, I watched it and it was like, it was over the top hammy acting, you know, but the other actor who she was, you know, there was a guy who was acting there as well. It seemed the same tone. So I, I watched it and I thought, actually, I, I think she's pulled that off pretty well. So you're going to have to watch it and make up your own mind. But it's like <laughs> no one watches like neighbors, do they? And it goes, oh, wow, these are amazing actors or, you know, if you, our, our mate, the Hoff, you know, you don't watch fucking Baywatch, do you? And go, oh, the Hoff is a great actor. So I, I don't know. I, Chris, with the amount of shit that we watch on the VHS Strikes Back, <laughs> I've seen much worse acting than that, to be honest. You've got to see, man, in your acting days, we've had a go. So let's, let's not talk about that. <laughs> Our um, audio acting, fucking hell, that's terrible. Um, Dave, we've had, <laughs> we've had three emails. So you, you oh, might, well... Tom sent this one in. Well, he's, asked, he's actually asked if you would read this one out, Dave, because he thinks I'm travelling, but I'm happy to go with it. So if you want me to well, it's, read it's it stick, out, I'll go Stick with it. form, given our uh, disastrous opening. So let's go back to, <laughs> to the regular, uh, if, you, if you do the, the letters. Okay. So he says, scientific proof that the reality radar with the trademark sign works as entertainment. Hi, guys. Just a quick note to say that I had to go to the dentist today and wanted to have something to listen to that make my take my mind off it while I was in the chair. Your podcast was obviously going to be my first choice for the most entertaining podcast. So I lined up the latest episode looking forward to being entertained. And lo and behold, it was way more entertaining than expected. With Joe singing the new Reality Radar theme tune. What a great voice. I totally agree. And Chris's well-deserved celebratory laugh of honour. My mind was completely <laughs> taken off what was going on around me. Much like how Chris must have been when Jay told Danica he wasn't interested in her, only wanted Antigone. And I still laugh thinking about how all of Ian Stilling's very funny jokes about how badly Danica misunderstands, misunderstands things must have totally passed you by, <laughs> laugh out loud. Anyway, I can honestly say it's been scientifically proven that the reality radar celebrations are better than going through root canal treatment. Well done, mate, and huge kudos to your reality radar. Even with Dave and Joe's caveats taken into consideration, bring on Casa more, Tom. Great email. <laughs> and like I say, you know, from seeing the episode, um, well, it was last night now, so seeing the latest episode, the caveats removed for me. I, 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 I'll go with it. The radar one this time. 
Yeah, and if I wasn't so if I wasn't so tired, I'd be a right smug little shit, mate. But anyway, I'll, I'll take the victory. So the next one is from Henry Van Der Beek, which uh, maybe is related to Donny Van Der Beek. Henry might actually play better in midfield than Donny Van Der Beek. Has might get more look. games. Yeah, probably play better than Donny Van Der Beek. United's midfield, but there you go. Uh, Chris, Chris's proposal theory. Hey guys, love the show. I enjoy hearing your opinions a lot more than the sanitized ones on the official podcast. Dave calling Charlie Chug's dad had me cracking up, although I think he looks more like a potato. Sorry, I'm going to have to undermine Chris's theory about Luca being the first Islander ever to prove on, on screen. Propose on screen. I, I, I said this heavy, I was reading the wrong. In season one, John proposed to Hannah in one of the final episodes. Keep up the good work, Henry. So a great email. And uh, I'm, I'm hopefully we might see Henry at Old Trafford next season, David Midfield. So um, the next one is from, <laughs> is from at Neary. So he says, I've got the ick. Luca, Andrew and Jack should take note from the great Ferris Bueller. You can't respect someone who kisses your ass. The girls are literally cring, cring, cringing in front of you. Take your foot off the gas, boyos. Speaking of arse kissing, Chris and Dave, your podcast is life. It is my daily, not daily joy. And when this season is over, I shall hibernate until happiness returns. <laughs> Thank you for your services to humanity. I love your work. Delusional Danica is TV gold. She's an expert on herself. And wow, what a useless skill that is. Take a breath, tiny dancer. Read the room. Fecking Sue has turned out to be absolute ducks, nuts and diseases. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Chris, your radar was right. The grape state was full of the fields, and I am totally here for it. Davide and Ekinsuk for the win. Is that on your radar, Chris? Of course it is. Looking forward to some Bertie Big Bollocks merch soon. That's your saying, that, Dave. I'm really <laughs> looking forward to some post-Casa fallout. Bring it on, best regards, Neary. It's pronounced like hooray and rhymes with ballet. Oh, God, I've got it wrong then. So I apologize. This is where you should read the whole email before you start. I won't mind. I've got, I've got Irish family anyway. That's a terrible. But I apologize. So it'd be anyway, no Ray, I guess. No Ray. Yeah. Sorry. No Ray. So I apologize. No Ray. So anyway, <laughs> thank you for the email. And uh, my granddad, who's still with us, would absolutely give me a clip around the ear for pronouncing that wrong with all my Irish family. But there you go. Anyway, brilliant emails, Dave. Dave, it's just support all around for the radar. Unbelievable work. It is, and did I pick up on that that uh, you are the radar is calling out Davide and Ekinsu for the win? Uh, I think so. I, I think Dami and India are my favourites, but I think the TV time, even though Dami and India are just plodding along, they're getting along really nice. Ekinsu and Davide, they just I think the redemption of the relationship will probably what's what will win it for hmm. if they stay together. Or, or caveat is that. <laughs> so I don't have to spell that, but there you go. You know what? Yeah, I, I, I kind of I feel like you're right. I mean, it, we're just bastards, aren't we? Those reality TV watchers, we we like a bit of challenging in the relationship. So, you know, Dami and India have done absolutely nothing wrong, and for me, are the most solid couple in there. I still feel like Davide and Ekinsu you know, one wrong word or something and, and it could all blow up again. But yeah, people, if you look over the previous seasons that we've watched, the winners tend to be people who've not just gone along steady Eddie style, but, you know, they've actually gone through some 
some challenges, some arguments, some tears and whatever, and then come out as the winners. So I, I'm, I, I'm still going to go with Dami and India for the win right now. Um, but I, I can definitely see that, you know, the voting public do seem to go with people who, you know, have had a rockier time of it. Mm, definitely, definitely. Even last year, Liam and Millie, I cheated on the did at Casa Amor and she still, they still won. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. But she anyway, Dave. And lied and got called out. Oh, still that was the best ever. Back. <laughs> yeah, and he's laughing his fucking cock off on even when he's you know, bailed on him, which he's quite right, they should have done. What a shit. Anyway, a big thank you to all our Patreons. Patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. Uh, if you want to support us, guys, um, please go to Facebook, Chris Today's Reality TV Cast. Big thank you to Charlene, as always, for running and moderating the uh, page. Uh, really, really good. I think we're nearly 230 people now, which is fantastic. Um, myself and Dave have posted some uh, T-shirts they've been asking for, Reality Radar ones. The US and UK stores are up. I didn't have time to do the Aussie one. I apologise to our Aussie friends. Uh, I will get that done. It's ready to go. I've just not put it up properly. So with me being at the Grand Prix this weekend, please forgive me, but it will be up early part next week. Uh, and we've already had some purchases. They have some great uh, T-shirts. So I said, if you do get your T-shirt, guys, please post it on Facebook or your social media and just tag us in. And uh, that's just brilliant. And it would be, that was just so humbling. People wearing our T-shirts. That is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going to have to get some different designs that aren't the reality radar. I just want to put out there. But uh, now, cheers, mate. Really appreciate it. The dedication, you know, you're, you're in your hotel room and uh, still dialing in. And uh, hopefully Lewis Hamilton can do the business tomorrow. And um, I guess we'll be back again on Monday because you're going to be traveling back, aren't you? So you're not going to see uh tomorrow night's episode but uh yeah we'll be there no, on monday definitely monday i'll watch it early monday but big thanks to everyone guys please email us cdgalitycast.gmail.com and follow us on social media at cdgalitycast so thanks dave great stuff mate. i had to get this done jordan sat behind me she's not happy because she's now gone to bed it's only 10 to 8 but she's absolutely added up she's knackered i'm knackered so uh, that is dedication my friend so i hope everyone <laughs> Uh, enjoys the show today thank you and i couldn't miss it day because we had to talk love island yeah because we totally had to continue our streak of daily not daily podcasts so <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate it and you must be knackered so thank you very much mate i shall leave you to it thanks to everyone out there for listening and supporting us and we'll speak to you next time bye, bye.